is fascinating to me because I love how um, this one particular book that I'm reading just pulls out simple truths in the Word. It's just so cool. And uh, it's refreshing. We've heard it. Our pastors have taught it. But it's just so refreshing, amen, because God can still pull and, and just allow me to understand, allow me to see these things I've seen before, but see them in just a brighter way. It's just like a fresh, amen. But what's really, really cool is that um, we're learning and we're constantly growing, understanding the Holy Spirit, Right? Because, I mean, I don't think that we'll ever get to know the fullness of who God is. So it's a constant growing. It's a constant understanding, a constant knowing. And uh, so what we're about to read, have this in mind. We're looking at the ministry of the Holy Spirit. What is the purpose of the Holy Who? What is his, his purpose with us? So we're looking at uh, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The purpose of the Holy Spirit, remember when um, Jesus was talking with the disciples and it, towards, you can see it in, uh, towards the end of, uh, the, we lo- I like to re- reference Matthew and where Jesus is given the, the, the great command we see like to the disciples and to go into all the world, preach the gospel to, you know, to every creature, just go and preach the gospel. And it continues in Acts and he talks about how he has to go with uh, to to be at the right hand of the Father, and he's going to send the helper, right? And so Jesus is now letting us know in that very moment that he has to go to be at the right hand of the Father, that there, we're not being left as orphans, that the helper's coming to be with us, the helper being the Holy Spirit. God does not give us anything without purpose. Amen. So everything that God gives to you is given with purpose. If he speaks a word to you, if you're reading, reading the word, reading the Bible, and the Holy Spirit enlightens something to you, there's a purpose to why God wants you to see what he is, he's trying to show you. Amen? I really love what, um, the, what Elena had just gone with the Holy Ghost and just... Uh, just sharing that with, you know, with allowing the flow, the life flow to flow through us. That God doesn't, everything that God gives to you and I has a purpose. But here's the thing. It's not just for us to keep. Everything that God puts in us, gives us, is for us to give. Amen. That is who God is. Our God is a giver. Amen. Our God gives abundantly. He gives everything that we need. But his intention in creation is that everything gives. Everything gives praise to the, to the Lord. Amen. That's the intention of all creation is that everything would praise the Lord. That there's that fellowship flow that everything's praising him. But everything that God gives to you and me has a purpose, and it's not just for us, but for us to gain that understanding, Holy Spirit, what's this for, to understand what it is, and it's for us to grow and us to give. Amen? Amen. 
Let's look here in um, verse 12. <clears throat> I'm reading from the New King James Version. I'm going to start here at verse 11. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm only kidding. I'm going to start here. I'll begin verse 7, and then we'll get to the point. But I like to read everything in context, all right? So kind of give the whole picture of what's happening. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. Fulfill prophecy, amen. Verse 11. And he himself, he who, the head of the church, the one, Jesus, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints of the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. <sighs> There's a lot right there, right? <clears throat> so God gives... The, these gifts that we see here. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Amen? But when God gives, God equips, right? When God gives, the Holy Spirit is there to, to help with that ministry of that, what God is, what the head has put in place. Amen? So when the Holy Spirit's involved, when the apostles, pastors, uh, the teachers, the uh, I'm sorry, apostles, prophets, the pastors, the teachers, and uh, evangelists. When they're when they're put in place by the Holy Ghost, their Holy Ghost equipping, their Holy Ghost led. The Holy Ghost is now using the gifts of those fivefold ministries to help to equip the rest of the body. Amen. So that we see the Holy Spirit is now using uh, certain ones to be able to equip us. In the process, Holy Spirit is ministering to you and I and ministering to us his purpose God gave, right? It sounds like thunder is coming through my speaker, doesn't it? Is it the thunder? The thunder, real thunder. It's the thunder. The thunder of the Lord. Uh, right, do you hear the echo in the, I don't know if it's from the monitors or from uh, the speakers. It's the thunder of the Lord. 
so the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was given to us. Now the Holy Spirit speaks to us individually, speaks to us personally. And so we're going to look here in that long breath of a sentence and with, you know, what, what man put with commas and semicolons and right there describes the, the, who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit's ministry is. Okay. So we may see it come through apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, amen, pastors. Did I, uh, did I miss one here? So we may see the ministry gifts come, the ministry of the Holy Spirit come through these gifts, but the Holy Spirit will also speak to us individually, speak to us personally. But let's take a look here. This book, I love this book, and this has kind of been uh, just really standing some, uh, pulling things out, which is awesome for me. And I pray that it does for you also. But verse 12 for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. The Holy Spirit, the first thing that's mentioned here, his ministry to you and I is to equip. Equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Okay, so there, we see the fivefold gifts that are put in place, right? We see the apostles, we see the prophets, we see the uh evangelists, pastors, teachers, we see them put in place. But yet, there's still ministry for the saints. What's really cool is that the Holy Spirit is here, has been given to us to equip all of us for the ministry. What is the, what is the ministry? What is this ministry? The ministry of the saints. We know that God has called all of us to be reconcilers, right? To reconcile the heart of the people to the Father, to his creation. Amen. We're all called to that ministry. That's the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. How's that come? We see, we know we have uh, uh, our gatherings together where there's things that need to be done, helps ministry that that's helping with the, the gathering of the people together when we're worshiping God. But far beyond that, you and I are called to be those ministers of reconciliation. So the Holy Spirit's ministry for us is to equip you and I to do that ministry. Equip you and I to be able to go to the lost and reconcile the hearts of the lost to the Father. Amen. Amen. I want to just read something from this book. If y'all don't mind. This is the gifts and ministries of the Holy Spirit by um, Lester Summerall. Amen. <clears throat> and uh, I had the privilege of picking this book up probably for about a third of the cost at Acme. Yeah. Yes. At a, at, yeah. There's actually uh, right over here around the corner. You'd be surprised of the books that are in there. Um, pretty awesome, actually. We saw books. Elena picked one up uh, from Buddy Harrison, which has passed away, gone to be with the Lord also. 
but there's books from Buddy Harris and there's books that you know all, it's actually pretty amazing. So we're sitting there like talking like God, who is it that's in here that you put in here to have these books available? Like how's this happening, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> For the perfecting of the saints, okay. Do you remember um <clears throat> I'll just read this real quick. When God calls an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, or a teacher, it is for one purpose, the perfecting of the saints. This person is to give himself. No gift that God gives is ever for self. So when we, I love this. Now take, hear this. When we say, Lord, bless me, God can't hear that prayer. He wants us to bless others. When he gives us something, it is to share with somebody. And it goes on, he goes on and continues to talk about the, uh, the boy that brought the fish and the loaves when Jesus was going to feed the crowd. And he goes to talk about that. And that's the gifts that we see with the fivefold ministry gifts is that they should not be taking on, amen, to build up for themselves a ministry, build up for themselves, you know, glory and power and, you know, notoriety and all this stuff. They're to give, and that's where God can bless, amen? That's for you and I also. We're not to build for our own self, but we're to give the things of God, amen, and the blessings of God. We're to, that prayer, that simple prayer, I know sometimes there's been time, time and time again where we've had many, many, uh, you know, notable, Notable or notoriety, whatever. Notoriable. Holy smokes, that's awesome. People that are very notable in the ministry, and we come together and we say, you know what? We might have that moment. Lord God, if you could just speak that word to me, that personal word of prophecy. <laughs> notable. Thank you. Notoriable. So, but we've come to that place, and maybe this, you know, this has happened to me, especially, uh, you know, when you, we're, we're in that Toronto outpouring, and Lord God, listen, I know you're going to have all these fantastic prophets and all these people. If you would just speak that word to me, you know, is there something wrong with wanting God to speak to us? No. But our heart should always be, Lord God, if we're in this place, would you touch that my, my brother, my sister? Would you speak a word to them? Would you touch their life? Would you do? There should be a, a, a heart that's wanting others to be blessed first. Amen. And I know this is that is that when like God put me through the ringer with this because in the time where you know we'd have somebody that was a prophet of the Lord in and stuff like that. Oh Lord, would you speak that word to me? Would you? It's just so. It's cool. It's fascinating. It's awesome, right? And the Lord's like, you know, checking my heart, like, well, how about this person? How about this person? You know, like, getting my mind in a place of wanting to see others, you know, receive maybe that prophetic word or that that touch of God. And it was a change of heart that had to, that I had to work through. And it was like, okay, all right, that's cool. When that change came... And I was wanting to see others blessed. I knew it pleased the Lord for me and in me that I wasn't self-seeking. Right? 
and that when others were being blessed, that's what God was. I just, I really felt that joy of the Lord on the inside when that change came, just to see others touched first. And in that moment when that change had come, God began to speak more often in my life, which is really cool. Amen. <clears throat> so this ministry that God gave us with these fivefold gifts, God uses them to give to us. Their whole life is set up and your life and my life should be set up in such a way. Lord God, who do you have me to bless today? Amen. It's a life that's like what we're hearing today. Giving, letting that life flow through us. Amen. Not just to get, take and have and hold, but Lord God, who can we bless? Who can we touch? Amen. Let's continue on. <clears throat> and the second thing that we see that's mentioned here, for the edifying of the body of Christ. I want to read from this because this is, this is really good. Um, <clears throat> for the equipping the saints, I'm sorry, the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's the second thing, the work of the ministry. So the perfecting of the saints. Sorry, number two, the work of the ministry. Here we go. Um, number three, the edifying of the body of Christ. These ministry gifts are for the edifying or building up of the body of Christ. None of them has to do with the inward and selfish motives. Each has to do with the life of Jesus pouring out of those who possess them, giving ourselves, uh, giving of ourselves, blessing others and helping others. The whole structure of Christianity is built upon the concept of blessing others. That is what Jesus and salvation message are all about. So for the edifying of the body of Christ, that's what the Holy Spirit the third mentioned thing of what the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is for, edifying the body of Christ. Amen. So when we see these things, when we see the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we should understand that this is the ministry of the Holy Spirit through you and through me. Amen. So we should constantly be expecting that when we're with others, these things are, are open and available the Holy Spirit may not do this, everything for, every, for one specific person, all these things that we're reading. But there may be something that's pulled out. Like maybe it's the edifying of somebody, helping to build up, helping to strengthen and encourage. Amen? So the ministry of the Holy Spirit, this third thing, is for the edifying of the body of Christ. <clears throat> the fourth thing that we see mentioned here. It's till we all come in the unity of faith. You know, this past uh, Monday and Tuesday, in prayer, we're praying for unity. I was on Monday. wasn't here on Tuesday. <laughs> but praise God. But you guys were praying while we were not here on Tuesday. But unity is so important. We all know the story of the, the Tower of Babel, right? Okay, that's the unregenerated uh, minds and hearts that were trying to build up a tower to be like God. But there was great unity. There's power in unity. Whether it's for a good cause or a bad cause, when there's unity, there's power. 
right? So what could did God do? God struck them all with speaking different languages and all that unfolded. And there was disunity and they couldn't continue, right? And other things took place. But, but the purpose of that whole emphasis that we saw and a strong emphasis of that whole uh, historic moment is the fact that there is power in unity. We have to be united in heart. We have to be united in, in mind and in spirit. That comes, that comes through prayer. That comes through fellowship. That comes through uh, being with each other. We can't be united and have a unity in, in heart if, we're, if we don't come together. Amen? <clears throat> Amen. So the working of the Holy Spirit helps to bring unity. The ministry purpose brings unity. You know, the times of prayer, the times that we're worshiping together, I believe that the Holy Spirit in those moments is knitting our hearts together. Because our hearts, our minds, our focus is on Jesus Christ. But in that moment, the Holy Spirit can supernaturally unite our hearts. Unite, our, unite us as one. Amen. We know that with that power, when, there's, when we're united as one, that we can see heaven come down. We know that we can see lives touch. I, I love this is when we used to be, uh, go to some Benny Hinn meetings. We would go to the Benny Hinn meetings, and there was an expectancy for healing, for miracles, signs, wonders, right? We saw, we, we're, there was just a great expectancy when any time you came into a Benny Hinn meeting that something was happening. Somebody was, was canes were going or uh, wheelchairs were going you know, to be put aside. Something was going to happen. But when did that take, begin to take place is when the whole congrega- congregation of people that were there were in worship. There was a uniting of worship in the hearts of the people in what the focus towards Christ. And in that place, that's where the Holy Spirit unites and brings that united uh, power of one because there's an expectancy for the King of Kings to come. Amen? And when the King is there, there's great miracles that would take place. Amen? Just an example. That's just one example. There's many things that the Holy Spirit can do, but that right there stood out clear to me in my heart is that when the whole congregation was in that place of just worship, emptied of all of the thoughts, cares, and everything else, even of any, you know, the, any element that I might have had or anybody else, whether it was, you know, paralysis or handicap, whatever it was, uh, you know, injured backs or whatever, there was just, that was all aside, and there was just a sole focus Unity and worship of Christ. And in that place, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, bringing that unity and, and allowing that power to just come into the building, to come and fall, and people being healed, set free, delivered. Amen? Now, okay, that's in, in a meeting time. But when we're in our personal time, we know that we have, we're in this house, there's a part, we have God, a God-given purpose. We know that there's been clarity with a vision, a focus of Isaiah 61 for this house, right? If you're not sure what that is, read that, please, tonight. Get that in your heart. 
But we know there's a purpose that God has for this congregation. There still is a building and a, and a, a, a building of unity in our hearts when we're in the word, in the Bible. When we're in prayer, personal prayer. The Holy Spirit still is intertwining our hearts together in unity. To strengthen this house, to strengthen the body so that we can do and fulfill the purpose and the call that God has called for us as a body, as a congregation, amen? That comes through personal prayer, personal time in the word, personal relationship with the Father, amen? Amen, hallelujah. So there's a, there's a corporate building, a corporate unity that happens, and we see the power of God, but we also see a court, uh, individual uh, effort to bring unity. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Verse 13, till we all come into the unity of faith, and here we are, and the knowledge of the Son of God. Just want to read this. <clears throat> it's easy to have knowledge about so many things except Jesus. We're to come into a true knowledge of the Son of God, who he is, what he is, what he has done, and what he can do. What a tremendous thing it will be when all of us really and truly know the totality of what Jesus Christ can do for us. He is not a has-been God. He is the living God. Anything he has ever done, he still can do. Anything he can do, he will do. It is so important for us to know that that's a purpose of the Holy Spirit, a ministry of the Holy Spirit, is to do that. Is to help us in the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Amen? That's why when we're reading the Word of God and we have that enlightening moment, oh, this is what this means. It's the Holy Spirit helping us to understand who God is, who the Son is, amen, who Jesus is. That's one of his ministries. The Father has purposed the Holy Spirit to help you and I know Christ. Isn't that awesome? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's do this for a moment. Let's all just stand for a second. Thank you, Lord. Let's just lift our hands for a moment. Lord God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that your word is sharper than a two-edged sword. We thank you, Lord God, that your word is, helps to divide in our spirit good evil good from evil. We thank you that your word helps to divide and helps us to see and understand spiritual truths, that your word helps us to understand the supernatural from the flesh. We thank you, Lord God, that your word is, uh, is helping us to grow in who we actually are, supernatural spirit beings. That, Lord God, that you are helping us to grow as individuals, grow as your sons, grow as your daughters, grow as your creation, grow as the ones that you've called as loved ones, as your own. 
And Father God, I just thank you that as we're reading your word, that we are stirring ourselves up. And as we're hearing your word, that God, that you're helping to bring it fresh into our spirit, fresh into our our memory, fresh into our understanding. So that every time that we hear your word, that God, there is a drawing, a pooling on that anointing, like a dry land that is quenching for the rains to come. So we thank you, Lord God, that you are causing us to be stirred, hungry, thirsting for your word, thirsting for more of you, Lord God. God, we just thank you that you, you are causing us to come into that place. That, God, that we aren't satisfied with, with uh, yesterday's bread or yesterday with yesterday's uh, um, word. But, God, that there is a constant wanting, a constant desire for fresh word, fresh breath in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for revival in this house, God. I thank you for revival touching down here in this place. God, I thank you that there is a a fresh flow of your anointing in all of our hearts, all of our lives. That, God, there is a moving and a stirring in the atmosphere. I thank you, Father God, for moving and touching in this place. That supernaturally, sovereignly, God, you are moving and touching this place. That, God, that you are causing us to be awakened, causing our hearts to be awakened, causing our spirits to be awakened in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, that you are causing the, 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 the realm of prophetic uh, prophecy and, and words of knowledge and wisdom, God being on the increase. I thank you for the gifts manifesting in this place for the Holy Ghost just to have the freedom to touch. And God, I thank you that right now that we won't cause a limitation on you and we won't cause a limitation on the Holy Ghost moving and flowing in this place. But we'll keep ourselves constantly stirred, constantly stirred in the things of, of the Holy Ghost. That God, we'll keep ourselves alert, active. God, responding to your word, responding to your voice, responding to your, you speaking to us. So I thank you, Holy Ghost, that you are flooding us right now, supernaturally. Holy Spirit, come. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, I ask you, Holy Ghost, that you would just have your way with us every time that we meet, every time that we are coming together. The Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would take over. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are allowing us to understand this morning, that you're causing us to have an understanding of your purpose, your ministry to us, that you're ministering to us every single day, that whether we're hearing you speak to us uh, clearly or uh, Holy Ghost, however it is, you still are working on the inside. You're still working with God's creation. You're still working, trying to work out salvation in our own hearts, work out the plans, the destinies of, of the Father God in our hearts and in our lives. So God, we just thank you right now that you are causing this house to be alive and active, that you're causing this house to be fully stirred, awakened in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord God, that you're causing life to increase in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Begin just as praying tongues. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord God. Shande Gesikil of Rabbabakoshu. Shinde Gesikil of Rambabakashakuri in the Gese. Glory, glory, glory. Shinde Gesikil of Rabbabandi in the Gale of Ombogun, the King of Katia Kandagoshu. Shanda de Gechikichikavabakoshu. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shinde Rambrabakasha. Shinde Gesikil Rambrambaba and the Gesikichakure Begese. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because um, <clears throat> there, there's been times where we've been in meetings, in church congregation. Doesn't matter the vessel that's, that's pouring out, right? If we could just... Stay responsive to the Holy Ghost. It keeps a life flow. Doesn't matter if it's shouted, screamed, or a self-spoken voice. Catch what the Holy Spirit's speaking. Amen? Amen. Doesn't matter how it's being spoken. Draw, pull on the Holy Ghost. Stir yourself up. I hear mom say it all the time. If you got to get up, you got to walk back, you got to walk around the back, or you got to go splash water in your face, whatever you got to do to get this physical man awakened and get your spirit man staying active, do whatever you have to do. If you need to do cartwheels down the center aisle and it looks like it's from the flesh, get in the spirit and do it, right? Get yourself awakened. Draw on the Holy Ghost. I want to just encourage you this, is that, with this is that when God is speaking, we had this, uh, we had this, uh, gentleman that was, he was a teacher over at Rama, and he was soft spoken, so soft spoken. But when you actually got to that place, because sometimes it's hard depending on how the word is coming. Sometimes it's hard because you you do feel tired. But when you get yourself in that place to hear what the voice of the Holy Ghost is saying through that vessel, it's powerful. And sometimes it takes you awakening yourself, pinching your leg, doing something to get yourself awakened. Why? Because God loves you. God wants you to hear what he has to say. Amen? Amen. So it doesn't matter how it comes. Get yourself ready, expecting. Amen? Receive from God. Amen. God loves us. And I know I could just feel that we, some are feeling tired. I feel tired. And that's because of probably some, some travels and things that we had yesterday and some other things that we were taking care of yesterday. But here's the thing. Stir. Stir. Don't get slumbered. Don't get sleepy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to continue. Amen. Amen. Um, Mr. Ridgeway, here we are. Verse 13, we're going to, I'm just reading this again, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. The next one, to a perfect man. <clears throat> if you guys don't mind, I'm going to read this here. God is shooting for high stakes. Amen? For high stakes. He's not looking for imperfection. He is not looking for defeat. He intends to have these ministries and gifts in the body of Christ until we become a perfect man. The Holy Spirit's 
ministry to you and I is also to help perfect us. Amen? Because the, the groom is coming for what? A, a bride that is spotless. Right? Doesn't mean dirt on the, the clothing. That means the hearts are pure. The hearts are perfect. Amen? God's intention for his bride is to be the best. Amen? That means you and I are walking perfectly before God. Amen? So the Holy Spirit's ministry to you and I is perfection, perfecting us. Amen? That is good news. Amen? Amen. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. How, how awesome is this? That the Holy Spirit's ministry to you and I is to help us to be in the stature, the fullness of Christ. That we're walking like Christ. That means we're all capable in God. Amen? By the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Yes? Amen? <clears throat> amen. Praise the Lord. Just a little excerpt from this. We're going to keep these ministries active until we bring the total body until the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Look at Christ standing tall in faith, facing adversity, facing the demonic realm, facing demoniacs, facing all that he had to, standing tall against all of it. Amen? The fullness, the stature of the fullness of Christ, being strong in faith and opposing the enemy. Amen? The ministry of the Holy Spirit is to get us into that place of standing firm in faith, standing tall against the enemy, standing tall against his devices. Amen? Being strong like Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. That we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine. Amen? Being in this place of being able to know who we are as believers, as sons and daughters, walking it out, not just believing it, but walking it out. Because just the hearing, just the, the, the knowledge of who a son and daughter is doesn't help us in the, the, the times when we, you know, have the wind blowing against us. But the maturing comes in the doing the maturing comes into putting into practice the things of the Word of God. Amen? And, and that means we have to endure storms. We have to endure going through things. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> By the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness and of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love. You know, this is probably one of the hardest things if we're not in fellowship with the Lord is speaking the truth in love. Sometimes we'll speak the truth, but it may not be in love, right? Yeah. It's so easy to speak truth, but to do it in love is a difficult thing sometimes. That's why we need the ministry of the Holy Spirit because love, pure love, perfect love draws man unto God, Right? So truth can be spoken. It can be spoken with that perfect love, the working of the ministry of the Holy Ghost in us, 
allowing love to come out of our hearts in speaking truth. Amen. So the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to allow love to flow. And the truth words will come along with it, right? <laughs> because sometimes that truth needs to be so- spoken softly. Sometimes that truth needs to be spoken sternly. But in it, love is the motive, right? With that love flow, it's, that's the most important aspect of it. Amen? Hallelujah. <clears throat> that we may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. You know, this is the purpose right here of the Holy Spirit is that we're growing up, that we're maturing, that we're growing up in him. Amen? Because Christ does not want an immature body. Christ wants a mature, a mature person, a mature Albert, a mature Tim, a mature Nancy, a mature Debbie, God, Jesus wants a mature you and I. Amen? That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit, is bringing us into the place of maturity. So that means perfecting, uh, working out salvation in our hearts, helping to groom us, develop us into maturity. It means getting the world out and getting God groomed, developed on the inside, bringing us into that place of full maturity to be able to be like Christ, as Christ live as Christ, walk as Christ, talk as Christ. Amen? But the Holy Spirit is so vital in our lives. Amen? We have a choice to either allow him to speak to us or just walk away. Right? But God's coming for the church, the body, the, the body, the bride that is pure, spotless before him. Amen. It all comes down to this, is that we're looking for that day for Jesus to return. Amen. And we need to live like he's coming today. Yes. So it's coming before God and you can stand. It's coming before God and saying, God, is there anything in my life? That needs to change. I'm not asking for a prayer line. I'm not asking for anybody to come forward. But this should be the question in our heart all the time, daily. Holy Spirit, is there anything in my life that is displeasing to my Heavenly Father? Holy Spirit, is there anything that is displeasing to my Savior, to my Lord? Holy Spirit, is there anything that is displeasing to you? And if there is, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would reveal it to me. Help me to see where I've gone wrong, what I've done wrong, what in my life needs to change. So, Holy Spirit, I ask you right now that you would just help us. Help us to see what needs to change. That we would have the strength the boldness to make those adjustments. That you would give us the wisdom, that you would give us the, the, the clarity, the necessary steps to take, to change, to make those adjustments. 
In Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are causing us to be like Christ. And that every day that we wake up, that our face would turn towards our Savior. And we would have a purpose for that every single day. But the moment we, we wake up, that there's purpose in our heart. Number one, to live for Christ. Number two is that we would rise up and we would step out of ourself and we would allow life to be given to others. So Holy Spirit, we just ask you that you would just cause our hearts to just have that focus, to have that purpose daily. That we're not of our own. We're not ours for just ourselves and trying to store up your gifts on the inside. But Holy Spirit, that you would just pour out of us. Pour out your life. Pour out that life flow from us. That we step out of this this uh, discomfort and trying to be uh, protecting this who we are, but that we're breaking out of the mold, breaking free of of fear of man. And Holy Spirit, we're just coming into our own of the being the bride of Christ, representing our Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. So, Lord, we just ask you that you would be glorified. Glorified in our lives. Glorified in our words and our actions. Lord, that's our, our purpose, our desire. Our ministry is to worship you. Worship you with our lifestyle. Worship you with our words. So, Lord, we glorify you. We honor you with our hands lifted. We honor you with our lips, with our voices Lord Jesus, that you are honored, that you are worshipped, that you are glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, I thank you that you are helping us to grow, helping us to, to be responsive and respond to the working of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we glorify you, Lord, in your name, in your name. Amen, 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 amen. So I just encourage you this with this. Tomorrow morning you wake up. Take a moment and just seek God's face. Amen? Let's have a new step, a new purpose. If you're not doing that already, have a new purpose, new start with, with, with God, with a purpose of pleasing him. Amen? And looking for the opportunity for life to flow. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You're dismissed. Just a reminder, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, we're starting. Amen? For prayer. Amen.